Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Welcome to Sports Econ 101. You know our show. It's where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Today's show is going to be very, very special. Why is that, Bruce? Well, we got Gary St. Jean, who is one of the uh, really authentic basketball guys, I guess you could say, basketball lifers, a former coach. Certainly played a lot of ball, I'm sure, back in the day and uh, worked in the front office, worked with the Warriors. He's broadcasting uh, with the Warriors pre- and post-game shows on television, so he's got a lot of good insights, and I think you'll enjoy uh, our conversation with him. Good. Okay, so we we're recording this show on Thursday, which is actually game one. Game one between the Cavs and Warriors. Yeah. All right. So we can talk a little bit about this matchup, and who knows? Something may have happened in the interim. Hopefully n- nothing super noteworthy. Yeah, especially with uh, last year. Uh, wasn't it Kyrie Irving got hurt in got game hurt one? Got game one, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, people were talking about uh, the Warriors having an asterisk after uh, their name. Not fair. Well, now no, there's going to be no excuses, right? Well, that's it, right. They're, they're facing a full uh, team at full strength, yeah. And uh, the Warriors are full strength too aren't they i mean curry's got yeah, a little bit of know. injury yeah, we'll get we'll get gary's uh, thoughts on that I, th- I think generally speaking you'd have to say they're in pretty good shape good all yeah. right so uh, yeah we definitely have a lot of questions for gary um all right so this segment of sports econ 101 is sponsored by pacific private money located in little old town of novato california there you go check them out at uh pacific because they're still providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over eight percent secured by real estate it doesn't get any more uh conservative than that and when we get gary on i i want to ask him about the kevin durant russell Rustwick, you know situation with you know breaking up the team Possible, a lot of things, yeah. and uh, we'll also maybe talk a little baseball. Apparently, the Royals fans are ruining the All Star ballot again. Did you oh, hear about boy. that? No, that doesn't surprise me. Though. Okay, now they ruined it last time. And also, want to ask Gary about uh, which NBA teams uh, that he thinks are going to draw a national audience. Mm. Uh, you know, the best. Uh, apparently, Game Seven between the Thunder and the Warriors was the uh, most televised. That's game. right. Uh, mo- hi- most highly, highly watched. Highly game, watched. Yeah. Game. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at pacificmoneyfund.com. Imagine your child cannot hear or speak. What do you do? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective services to children with hearing and communication difficulties. Support our programs by attending Tee Off for Kids, our benefit golf tournament, on Monday, June 6th. Hosted at an exclusive club in San Mateo with lunch, golf, cocktails, and dinner included. Amazing prizes like a new Porsche, Pebble Beach giveaway, and more. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org. Pedro Fernandez, who you might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570. 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. 1-800-428-1570. The Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to be able to see clearly again without reading glasses? Make the smart choice with IQ Laser Vision. Offering locations throughout California, Dr. Robert Lin and his staff at IQ Laser Vision have performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures. LASIK is also as affordable as your daily cup of coffee at less than $2 per day. See for yourself at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ Laser Vision. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who's on the phone with us? All right, we've got a uh, former front office uh, general manager, coach, and now uh, a broadcaster who does uh, analysis on television for the Warriors pre- and post-game shows, Gary St. Jean. I, I, I call you a basketball lifer in all, with all due respect because I think you really uh, just totally enjoy the sport. You couldn't help but enjoy the sport by covering this team, uh, Gary. And what, what's your feeling about the rematch of the Warriors and the Cavs? Is it a dream matchup for NBA fans? Yeah, instead of saying enjoy for a verb, I'm going to say love. Uh, <laughs> this is great. Uh, just be a, a part of this whole experience is, is fabulous. Great to see the Bay Area fans so excited. And Cleveland's going to be a heck of a foe, uh, obviously with LeBron and Kyrie Irving and love. And they're healthy and uh, playing very well. They're well rested, 
and uh, their chemistry is great. And uh, we're coming off a really, really tough series with uh, OKC. And I think the guys are going to be ready. And, Gary, you were a coach, so I'm wondering, you know, you're you watching the games and doing analysis compared to, you know, somebody who uh, maybe played the game but didn't coach. Well, you know, it, it's interesting. Uh, that that kind of comes and goes. Uh, there was a trend, for example, that you hired, or we, Bruce knows what I'm going to say, you hire a retread, a guy who already <laughs> had head coaching experience. He really got top billing, you know, when, they, when opens, openings uh, came up. And then we had a period of time where, you know, if you were with an assistant coach with a quality team and head coach, they liked the style of play, then you were invoked. And then we had a period where you went and got college coaches. And now the invoke thing is, is former players, some that don't have any coaching experience, a la Doc Rivers and Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah Steve Kerr yeah. to me is, is amazing because not only does he get it, understand the game, but he understands the, the temperament of the players. And a lot of former players they become coaches and they want to be autocratic and and sort of it's my way or the highway and Kerr is, well, Mark is always, Jack, I think you're thinking of yeah, Mark well, Jackson, Mark Jackson was like that yeah. to a degree I think he was much more much less inclusive than uh, Kerr don't you think and I think yeah. that's Saint tell me if I'm wrong I think that's one of the secrets to Steve Kerr's success is that he's got this open door policy yeah. and he likes to include everyone yeah he, he really is special and and I'll share this with you guys I've got a saying I think you got to coach up you cut a coach down. You coach down, you're coaching your, your team. You're coaching up, it's the relationship with the front office, with ownership. And that's where the shortcomings came about uh, with the past regime. And Steve comes in and uh, you know, he's got this philosophy about uh, playing with joy. And uh, he's just tremendous with the players. He instills a lot of confidence. He understands the ups and the downs of it all. Um, he is. He just presses all the right buttons on the bench. He allows his coaches, assistant coaches, a lot of input. Um, I just think he's really special, and he's one of the best we have in the business right now. And obviously, he's got a great pedigree, having been with uh, Bill Jackson and Popovich and with Lenny Wilkins and Cotton Fitzsimmons and uh, Lute Olson. Uh, takes a page from all of their books, but I think the key is that he is himself. And who he is as a person is just off the charts. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we talked about this on earlier shows, too, about how the timing of Luke uh, Walton going to the Lakers. You know, I, I wish they would wait until after the season, because isn't that, it's got to be a distraction to the players. Well, it, it, it is, and I'll, but I'll throw it around the other way. I know a lot of guys were with uh, teams in the finals and the semifinals, and teams did not want to wait until they were done in June. Uh, they, they they hired guys instead of them, and uh, so there was, uh, you know, some long faces the other way around. Uh, the guys, uh, the openings went by the wayside. So it's kind of like the NFL. They allow you to interview, but you got to give guys like Luke and those guys all the credit in the world. I, I think his primary focus right now is, is, is the Warriors, maybe talking to people about his staff and conversations with Mitch Kupchak, but... Uh, I'm completely confident that he's locked in on, on the war. Oh, I'm sure he is. I guess what I'm getting at is I don't think they should publicize it. That, that's, well, that's, what, that's what it is. Hey, you keep... guys know better than me. What? <laughs> you can be 
kept the secret today. <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing. Yeah. We, we are not very good at doing oh. that sort of thing. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about this series a little bit. Now, that the Warriors came off a very tough series with Portland where they, they did win five, four out of five, but three of those games were extremely close that they won. They barely beat Oklahoma City. They had to come from behind twice by 13 in the final in the final quarter in games six and seven. Now they're playing a Cleveland team that's been red hot and rolling. And granted, Cleveland hasn't played the caliber of competition in the Eastern Conference. Yet, you know, you can't discount that 12-2 and two mark and also the determination to make up for what happened last yeah. year. Gary, what, what do you think? Uh, is Cleveland more motivated this year because and, and, and excuse me and LeBron trying to bring it to Cleveland. Well, yeah, yeah, bring it back home to the to the homeland as he puts yeah. it. That's a lot of motivation on the part of the Cavs. I mean, there always is going to be, but Saint there's a little extra this time, isn't there? Sure there is. And they're knocking on the door and, and LeBron is driving the bus. He's excited about the team he's playing with. He is a brilliant basketball player. His basketball IQ is off the charts. Just take a look at his passing. The stationary or off the move with the dribble. He's a facilitator. He, he, uh, he'll he score if needed, but I think he wants to get the ball. He, he and Kyrie both are drivers. Kyrie's going to look to finish at the rim. Uh, LeBron is finishing at 68% from 12 feet and in. Best in the, in the playoffs. Um, just an amazing basketball player. Uh, now, maybe I'm going to jinx this, but he's not making a lot of long-range jump shots. Yeah, I noticed that. I hope he doesn't get hot. On the other side of the coin, uh, he, he and Love are somewhat reluctant to go in the post. We'll see if they put him there. But with those two guys attacking off the dribble, they've got a unique blend in that they acquire Channing Fry. David Griffin, the GM, was with Fry in uh, Phoenix. They bring him aboard and... I don't know, he must be drinking water from Lake Erie or whatever. But he's playing fabulous. So their big guys are their best three-point shooters. Loving him. You know, uh, the other thing The other thing that's... Tristan Thompson's just a, a, a yeah. nasty rebounder. He competes yeah. like Draymond. So uh, they're going to draw and kick a lot, and uh, they want to get in the open floor. Pace is important. But I think the Warriors have some advantages, though, are on the defensive end. Yeah, I was just thinking that it's not just LeBron uh, trying to bring it back home, but Cleveland hasn't had a winner since, what, Otto Graham? Oh, no, it's not, quite, not quite that far, but Jim Brown, 1964. <laughs> okay. That's 42 year, 52 years. 52 well, years. Three of, Bruce and I remember that. <laughs> you know, that that's true. I actually was a kid, and I, I do remember that, and it's uh, – it, it, doesn't, does, it doesn't count because it wasn't a Super Bowl. Uh, it seems like such a long time. <laughs> it's interesting, too. Jim Brown retired, I believe, after that next season. So uh, that was the end of the of the Browns' reign. Well, you know, it, the, the thing that really intrigues me about the Warriors this year is you'd think that after coming off such an incredible season last year, yeah, they'd build up and be even better maybe in some respects. But it just seems Steph Curry, watching this guy play, saying, tell me what your thoughts are about watching Steph Curry. Because the last three games – he elevated his game back to where we saw it before he got hurt. He looked like the Steph Curry we saw in the regular season in the playoffs last year. Is he fighting through these injuries to the point where he's just ignoring the pain, or is he really you know, in that much better shape, you think? Well, he was amazing in five and six in that he found periods of time to excel and looked like his old self. Yeah. I'll say this in game seven. Uh, that's the best swagger, the best lateral movement that I've seen him have in over a month. I thought he was tremendous, and uh, that gives me a lot of confidence. And I'll give you an example. When they switched Adams or Ibaka on him in the pick and roll, we saw so many guys in the regular season, big guys, fall down and cross them over. 
and uh, also with the step back. And uh, I think he's back. I, I really do. And he's gone through some tough times. A lot of guys are banged up, but his have been more amplified because we got to see him. And uh, but I, I'm really feeling really strong that he's he's going to be at his top level. And uh, you know what can I say about Clay? Thompson? Yeah, I was just going to say if Clay gets hot uh, like he did a couple of those games. Hey, stay with us, Gary. Stay with stay with us. We got to cut to a quick break. Okay, we are. Uh, I forgot to mention that the. Uh, uh, Trivia contest, uh, basketball IQ. There all right. So okay. now, Gary, if you know the answer to this, don't answer it yet. Okay. Okay. Who won the three-point contest three t- straight times? Three-point shooting contest. Yep. Three straight times. Are you talking about in the All-Star game? Yeah. You're talking about during the, the percentage? The, the, or no, other? no. This would have been the All-Star uh, game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. the contest—that's okay. when they do gotcha. it. Okay. The first email with the correct answer wins a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email Edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to this question. Who won the three-point contest three straight times? All right, stay with us. You'll see you Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our first trivia question. Who won the three-point contest three straight times? I'm going to defer to Gary St. Jean, our guest, and see if he knows the answer because I'm stumped. I can't think of a guy right off the top of my head. Do you have any idea, Gary? Well, I'll give you some flyers. I'm going to say Ray Allen, uh, Bird. Bird. Uh, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. That's it. Wow. I watched him never take his warm-up jacket off. But was Larry Bird playing (laughs) when there was a three-point? All those guys in the locker room, don't waste your time. Over. Gary, when did the when did the NBA institute a three point shot? I'm trying to remember when that was. Oh, uh, I would say early '80s. Yeah. And Chris Ford played for the Detroit Pistons. Later, a great coach in our league with the Celtics, and uh, uh, he made the first one. And 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 guys, I'm going to tell you, you can think about all these different great shooters. He didn't shoot many of those back then. Uh, it just yeah. wasn't in the thought process of how you coached your team. What do you think about Steph Curry, uh, Steph Curry yeah. relating to that? What do you think about Steph Curry changing the game? We, we talk about that oftentimes in the media, and, and it's sort of an oversimplification because he hasn't really changed the game in the sense that the game is still you know, played between the lines of the same rules. But how has Curry changed the game? And how, is it almost like what Michael Jordan did? In, in, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, you're talking about Jordan in the mid-'80s and 90s, and, and that's when we uh, hand-checking was allowed, and when you cut to the basket, we used the phrase, we bumped the cuts. Uh, there was a lot of post-play. It was very physical. Now we've got a much more free-flowing game, and nobody plays it better than the Golden State Warriors led by Steph Curry. I wonder if there seemed to never, be more fights back never then. Never had of that. anybody yeah. that can shoot the ball off the dribble with the range yeah. that he has. Nobody. Never been done. I've talked to a lot of players. I've got some guys belly aching about today's game, but the respect oh. that they now have for his shooting is uh, is just the best off the dribble. Do you think that uh, Charles Barkley sometimes says disrespectful things about the Warriors and, and even Curry just because it's so much different from the kind of ball that Charles played and he doesn't like the fact that they're changing the game? because no, he used to travel all the time when he'd do his <laughs> step back. No, I get the feeling he's doing that just for – Partly because he's he's kind of jealous, and partly just yeah. to sort of get a, a rise out of people. What do you think, Gary? Because you know, uh, well, it, it's all of the above. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. You know, he's got a personality. He just lets it rip. Yeah. And I love him. I you know coached all those years against him and, and know him. And you know, I'm going to tell you that uh, I, why he's, he's not in love with the Warriors is that they're not uh, a big inside oriented team. That he he doesn't believe in his mind that jump shooting teams can win. You better take a look at the Warriors' defense. And they rose to the occasion in Game 6 and 7 or even on the boards with the best uh, rebounding team in the league in OKC. I can go on and on about the strengths of the Warriors. Dallas loved all the isolation games. That's what we had back then because 
We had completely different defensive rules. I mean, when you have when you have Adams and you got Ibaka and you and you got Enos Cantor and you've yeah. got you know, I mean, how That's are you it. supposed to drive to the hoop? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, my, my partner Greg Papa, he, he don't give me this stuff that uh, Durant is a six seven, six nine, or six ten. He likes to say that he's. Uh, Six foot fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about the Warriors, though, too, is that Steve Kerr is not afraid to try some things. And last year, he put Andre Iguodala yeah. on LeBron in the in the cre- critical point of the series, and it really changed the tone of the thing. Is it, you think he's going to start with Iguodala on uh, LeBron as a starter, or you think he'll just bring him in and, and use him sporadically, or how do you think he's going to p- approach this thing? I'm not quite sure, Bruce. If he's going to start that way, but he'll have the primary amount of minutes, and I think he'll close the game on him. Uh, he's just remarkable in his in his abilities to uh, figure out the strengths and weaknesses of players, and his shot contestment, and everything that he does. Um, it, it's it's just not by happenstance. He 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 is a brilliant NBA mind on the floor, and uh, you know I just like watching him. He, he's getting older, but boy, he sure is wise. Yeah. They're talking about Andre Iguodala, of course, and and that's the thing that I like about the Warriors. They do have a couple of sage guys on their bench, you know, whether, whether it's a, a, a Sean Livingston, who's I think 32 or 33, or Barbosa, who gives them that little yeah. spark of, of uh, you know, excitement. Uh, you know, they have some guys coming off the bench that other teams don't seem to have at the critical moments, and maybe that's the difference in the, why they've been so good the last few years. Strength in numbers, guys. That's it. Uh they're, you can argue their bench is as good as, uh, as the top bench or as good as anybody's. And when you take a look at them, uh, you know, when Andre comes off the bench and then Sean Livingston had a ter- terrific regular season, it hit a little lull, but I thought he really yeah. played well there in Game 7. And, uh, you know, then, then you got Festus, who, uh, you know, he, he's at times he's looked terrific. And, you know, you got Varejo and you got Barbosa and, and uh, you got a little bit of everything. And I just loved in Game 7 the way every one of them made at least one big pivotal play, and Steve Kerr had them in there in the beginning of the fourth period. That's the confidence that he has in them and mm. the confidence that they have in Steve Kerr. Yeah, Virgil, uh, he, he had a couple of really uh, key plays. But, uh, just remind them, offensive rebounds. That's what <laughs> they got to do, offensive rebounds. Yeah. Um, so actually going back to Game 7, you know, looking at uh, Kevin Durant and Westbrook and, and just the rest of the team, you know, they have an excellent team, but, boy, they sure seem to kind of fall apart, and it almost seems like they're going to be splitting up after this year. What do you think? That's a tough call. Uh, you know, that's in Durant's court. We'll see what he decides to do. Um, you know, I love Adams and, and him yeah. and Ibaka, and uh, they've got some great athletes. That's a really athletic team. They play a different style than the Warriors. They want to isolate their two superstars. And if they're not going just right in the fourth period, 14 times in the fourth quarter they had a lead and they got beat, and they did the exact same thing in game six. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's that's why I marvel at the Warriors, the way they, they move the ball and they move people and they play in rhythm. Uh, you know, there's... They're the best in the business. You know, I love what you said about uh, you're just loving Adams. That guy's temperament is awesome. I mean, uh, the way he kept getting beaten down and kicked and all this other kind of stuff, and he, he just kind of, you know, he, he was in pain, but he didn't retaliate. He just, it was like he just shook it off. 
That's a tough that guy. That man right there is going to have one heck of a long, terrific yeah. career. Yeah, yeah. Love the way he competes, his physicality. Yeah. Uh, gee, he's got great hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his free throw shooting was getting so much better, too. Well, I think, isn't yeah. it true, Saint? I may be wrong about this. He's from New Zealand, I know that, yeah. but I think he's part Maori, and the Maori people are very, they're the people that eventually moved to Hawaii. Some of them did anyway, uh, you know, migrated across yeah. the ocean. And I spent some time down in New Zealand. They're really nice people, but they have a tough temperament. I mean, they're, they're able to withstand a lot of uh, pa- physical pain, and I think he sort of exemplifies that. Well, that's why they're great in rugby. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the youngest of 18 kids, can you imagine getting the, the crap beaten out of you all, all those know, years? Is that true? I, yeah. did, I did not know that. Yeah. I, listen, the guy's pulled up a picture of his sister. Mm-hmm. And I want—I don't know what she was. The shot putter? Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you she'd whip the pants off of the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 there, there's, a, there's a family in, uh, in San Rafael I grew up with, and, uh, and, the, and the girl was the smallest one at, like, probably 6'3", 300 oh pounds. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you know, the Maori, the Maori folks are some big, big folks. They grow down there in, the, in New Zealand. Well, say that, you know, uh, we're talking to Gary St. Jean, former, former uh, general manager, a coach, and also now working as a broadcaster on the Warriors television broadcast. And, and, and say that the, the thing I love about your, your work, I want to talk a little bit about being a broadcaster, making that transition, is that you bring not only enthusiasm, but also a lot of good inside knowledge, which I think the fans really appreciate. It seems to me that fans today are a lot more sophisticated than they were when you and I were kids because there are a lot more shows on today and there's a lot more time to fill, so they have to be more analytical. So you really have to do your homework. Well, I think you're right on, Bruce. Back in the days when I started in the late 70s, you might have had 20 uh, games on in Milwaukee. Uh, just the way it was and now you know they're all on and uh what a following the warriors had we've had amazing numbers at comcast this year for the warrior games they're up 165 percent our pre and post game shows are through the roof Mm -hmm. so you know you're you're right in that we we try to uh, as much as we can when we're in the studio we're here at the arena now but uh when we're in the studio we like to get on the telestrator and, and draw up uh some action, what's going on, what the, what the other team's going to try and do, or what we're doing well and the problems they're going to have. And uh, that the crew does a, you know, this Warrior team is a championship team. I'm blessed to be with these guys at Comcast. Uh, our team just does great work, and they pull up all these uh, examples on the video, and then we get to draw them up and talk about them, and, uh, you know, it's just great. And don't you think that from a national audience standpoint, it probably couldn't got, have gotten better than these two teams in the finals? Oh, gosh. Don't you think the NBA is just uh, beaming? Uh, yeah. I can just you know, look at the ratings the other night for the OKC seventh game and, for that matter, game six. And imagine what this is going to do uh, this week. They're all on ABC, you know, versus uh, TNT and ESPN. And uh, I, I just think, uh, you know, the NBA is shining right now. That's a good time to be a fan of the NBA, and of course, it's a good time to be a fan of the the Warriors after all that, all the years of misery. Misery, yeah. and you were, you know, a part of some tough times there, Gary. Did you ever think this this uh, team would see this kind of uh, success? I mean, it took a I, long time. I tell people I take a page out of Clint Eastwood's book. I've been through the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> ah, that's true. I love it. All right, stay, hey, Gary, stay with us one more time. We're going to go to another commercial break here. Okay, so who was the oldest? player in the nba 
All right? No, it's a good one. Okay. okay. So the first email with the correct answer wins a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to this question. Who was the oldest player to play in the NBA? All right? I know the answer. You do know oh, the answer. I think I, I, think I, I do. And I'll, I, I, I'm I looking you Gary, your, I bet you Gary knows it. I'm going yes, to him answer. And you're wagging your finger at me, I so I, I think you know the answer. I do. <laughs> All right, stay with us. You're listening <laughs> okay. to Sports Econ 101. Yosemite Gold Country Lodge has been called by guests a hidden gem, a beautiful place, and a great place with down-home country charm. A stay at Yosemite Gold Country Lodge means that you'll be in the historical gold district close to Yosemite. In addition to complimentary Wi-Fi, each room is equipped with a fireplace, and you could take advantage of the spa tub and a complimentary continental breakfast. Call 209-878-3400. Or go to YGCLodge.com. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent. So email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. for this week. Get out your Shazam app now and check it out. Plus, have fun and interact with Geico. Gecko yourself and share it with friends. Watch your favorite Geico video. Get a quote. Shazam now for the full list and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Yesterday, Cliff Sora shared a top 10 list of hot fusion restaurants, a vegan gluten-free mashup recipe, and a podcast featuring organic food trends. Oh, TMI-I, too much internet information. That's oversharing. Cliff, Geico has something worth sharing with your friends. Like how on Geico.com you could save hundreds on your car insurance, update your policy, and report a claim. Gluten-free info that's easy to swallow. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> Seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. We know Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I create my own radio stations. iHeartRadio. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Second trivia question, who was the oldest player in the NBA? I'm going to guess Kareem, but Saint, you think it might be one of two other guys possibly, too. Well, Robert Parrish comes to mind. He played almost 20 years, as did Kevin Willis. 
and uh, Nazi Mohammed getting up there. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a number of guys that played 20 years, and the majority of them are big guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with that said, uh, I think that's a good guess. Okay, so I thought I was giving you a hint uh-huh. when I said wagging the finger. Well, Matumbo? Matumbo, yeah, he was 43. Wow. <laughs> I remember they always used to call him the cookie. I'm not sure how old he was. <laughs> they said he was 43. Well, used, yeah, that's true. They always used to call him the cookie monster because he had that wonderful, yeah, oh, that's voice, it's going to talk <laughs> like this, it's <laughs> Matumbo. He was wonderful. He had, he had the most wonderful, pre- that's the thing I, I think I have to say, Gary, I really have enjoyed about the NBA these last 20 some odd years of covering it is all of the foreign players that have brought different elements to the game whereas you know before 1980 we didn't have that many foreign players if if any and now it just seems like 20 percent of the league maybe not quite that many but at least 10 percent of the league is foreign everybody's got three or four foreign players and they're from every corner of the world it's great yeah it, it, it's great for our league it's uh, international we do some great things around the world i think it's finals are broadcast in 220 countries wow we have a great program through the Players Association, basketball without borders, uh, players and coaches travel around doing clinics. And, you know, I was around when Bonus and, you know, Marshall Onis started. Oh, yeah. They were two of the very first. And uh, they've been, uh, you know, the, uh, the ambassadors from those days. And you look around the league and, you know, what's gone on? It, it's fabulous. It, you know, we have so many guys from Africa now. We obviously, when you think about Europe with Nowitzki and, Go back to Drazen Petrovic and all these oh, yeah. big guys that have come, and uh, you know it's. I mean, it just opens up the market. You know, I yeah. mean, the, the the money that's involved now because of oh, that, yeah. right? Is the game do you think as good today or even better than it was, say, twenty, thirty years ago when when it was Jordan and Bird or Magic? Well, contrary to what the old guys believe, uh, I think it's better. Uh, I, I like the physicality out of the game. Uh, I really like the flow of the game, the up-tempo game. Bruce, you talked about the ABA, old days. Uh, now, you know, it, it's just, it's a great game right now. It really, really is. Uh, and, it's, and the best thing you can say is, you know, it gives a lot more uh, young people a chance to play. Uh, you don't have to be 7 280 to make yeah. the league. Yeah, just look at Steph Curry. I mean, Steph yeah. Curry seems to be the kind of a guy that – if you're a young basketball player and you're not particularly, uh, you know, rugged or tall, you think, well, if he can do it, he's six two, you know, one eighty, one ninety, and I, you don't have to have an attitude problem. Yeah, I mean, this guy is just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's got he's got everything going. Not not only the every man kind of personality, um, you know, off the court, but on the court, he looks just like a regular guy. Well, he's special, and, and we better hug him and uh, embrace him and and love it because. Uh, what he's doing is unique. Change the game. And uh, what I just love his whole demeanor on and off the floor. I do his dad. I know his dad very, very well. Uh, he didn't fall far from the tree. Well, you know, I know I'm going to ask you a question. I know Steph would definitely say yes. What do you think about a four-point play? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm no? not into that. No? No. I, think, I think our game is horrific right now. And, uh, yeah, why mess with something good? Well, because on the court and all that, we might have some big guys tripping over those yeah. lines. So. Now, why, why, well, I'm with you. Why mess with something well, good? Well, the only reason I'm thinking is just if it gets a little more exciting when when teams are you know down seven points. Oh, and now yeah. it's a two it's, possession game. You know? yeah, but then you'd have to have a four point uh, line of just, just ridiculous. Yeah. It would get ridiculous. The problem yeah. with that is, 
because the AAU kids will be shooting the ball from there every single shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, in some respects, I mean, you can make an argument, and I'm not going to agree with this, but you can make the argument that the long-distance shot has taken away uh, the mid, mid-range shot, which was the staple yeah. of the game for yeah. many, many years. And you see a guy like Sean Livingston, who is such yep. a good He's mid-range a good shooter, yeah. that you wonder why more guys don't become better well, at mid-range the, shooters. You, you watch them, though, and, and as soon as they take that mid-range, you almost... No, it's not going to go in, except for someone like Sean, who's got like well, he's, Jordan yeah. type uh, leaping ability. Yeah, yeah, but isn't that isn't that something though, uh, Gary? Because when you and I played the game when we were kids, the mid there wasn't a three point. Oh yeah. yeah, and so you took that mid range shot because it was an easier shot to take. Guys, the analytics. Now I'm not huge into this, but uh, you can figure it out. You don't have to go to Harvard or Yale. Uh, there's more value in that three ball, and nobody yep. in the NBA can match the Warriors. Even Cleveland's stroking it great. They don't want any part of getting into a three-point contest with the Warriors. That's what makes them so darn unique. And uh, you know, but I, I think I think it's just great to, for our game. And uh, you're right about the mid-range. Uh, it's kind of disappeared. But I, you're right on Livingston. I love the way he'll throw at a mismatch. Loves his back to the basket. Uh, you know what he's done after that injury, the way he's played the last two years with the Warriors after bouncing around this league is just a, a miracle. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people know what what how seriously hurt Sean Livingston was. I mean, he, he suffered, uh, I think it was the kind of a break that, that can actually cripple some people. They, they debated whether they were going to have to amputate his leg. Wow. That's, well, that's how bad it was. That, that would have definitely hurt his jump I, you shot. You know what, guys? <laughs> you see replays? I can't watch it. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I have to turn away. Yeah. Well, there's some of those sports injuries that are, you know, infamous over the years. We well, see them. And, yeah. and, you know, you go back. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, you talk about the analytics. I mean, I could definitely see, you know, the three-point shot. You only have to make two of those to make three of the other. Yeah. Right? A regular one. So, I mean, you start doing that, and with the odds of making the two-point or the three-point, you almost always want to shoot a three-pointer if you can. Yeah. I, I look, like, look at, but take a look at game six and seven. If you look at those stat sheets, what was the difference? Yeah, it was three points. Those yeah. jumps out at you. You know what I loved saying was when uh, Curry was being guarded by Adams because Adams could block him, but if he was going to try to go out and 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 block his three point shot, he was he was not going to have any kind of a chance of doing that because Curry would do that little head fake step back and then just leave him kind of flat footed. But it was so much fun to watch this mismatch, was, yeah. and it was it, I felt sorry for Adams, I really did because there was no way. I mean, nobody can stop Curry when he's determined to. And, to and score. Adams was concerned that he was going to get draw, driven right by. Yeah, to, to yeah, go to the hoop. yeah. It's yeah. it's it's unique, isn't it? I mean, what Curry does to people with his ball handling skills and his shooting skills, I've never seen it done, and I've been watching basketball almost well we, we're about the same age so we've been watching basketball a long time have you seen anybody quite like curry yeah they might have been able to dribble like koozie and, and dickie mcguire and those guys but they, they couldn't shoot like this no yeah. way yeah not with this range yeah even curly neal could uh, <laughs> he could dribble but he <laughs> yeah the, the warriors are kind of like the harlem globetrotters yeah. in that respect i mean they, they do some circus things and i think that's maybe that's part of the reason for their their great appeal of course they wouldn't be that appealing if they weren't winning all the time. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I mean, the fact that they're winning a lot and doing it with, with such flair just makes them such an attractive team to watch. It's, it's got to be fun for you as, a, as an analyst because you're around this team all the time. People ask me, why the heck are you smiling so much? Well, <laughs> yeah. I love and, and, and it's being played at the highest level I've ever seen it played Okay, now we, we asked uh, Al Adel's hey. questions. He, he hates to make comparisons, but I'll, I'd like to ask you the same question. 
if uh, if the, the Jordan's Bulls were to play the Warriors, what do you think? What happened? Well, tell me what rules we're going to play by then. Yeah, that's, that's true. The whole key. Different different game in those days because they allowed allowed a lot more physical not, play. Making light of this. Yeah. Not, who's well, doing there? Okay, well, t- t- do you got Talk different scenarios? Oakley, Paul Silas, yeah. all those guys in the four spot, let alone the center, a soul. The the the, gen, the gentle soul of Bill Lambeer. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's not one of my favorites. Yeah, I know. <laughs> interesting I, interesting I don't story was... about Bill Lambeer. I don't know if you guys know this. I mean, and maybe Saint does, and I don't know if you know it, Edward, but Bill Lambeer's father was a very, very successful, uh, wealthy executive, I believe, in, in the Ford Motor Company. So, Bill, you always think of Bill as like this tough-edged guy, but he grew up in very privileged circumstances. I'm not sure exactly who his dad was. You ever hear that story, uh, Saint? Yeah, I've heard it many times, yeah. and uh, he acted like that, and uh, he had an edge about him. Nobody liked him. I yeah. don't even know how much his teammates liked him. And, uh, and, and it's, you know, he played at Notre Dame, and yeah. a little trivia, he dated Digger Phelps' daughter. Is that huh. right? You know, I wonder if maybe that's why he had that <laughs> edge, because he didn't want the privilege, you know? Possible. But, you know, some guys are like that. But, I mean, it's Draymond Green, totally different kind of a guy who's got an edge, and Draymond, you know, maybe rubs some fans and some players the wrong way, but... <laughs> I love the fact that he's so authentic, and the Warriors seem to thrive on having him be the guy that stirs them. You know, Curry and, and uh, Thompson are kind of cold-blooded and quiet and even-keeled and low-key, and then you got this guy who's volatile and, you know, boastful, but in a nice kind of a way. Well, yeah, because off, off the court, I'm sorry yeah. for interrupting, but because yeah, off the court, he seems to do press interviews very professionally. Oh, yeah. You know? No, he, he handles himself he handles very himself, well, yeah. but, I mean, isn't it, isn't it nice – Saint to have a guy like that, like a, a Draymond Green, to kind of keep everybody. It sort of adds a little pepper to the to the uh, you know, or a little uh, salt or whatever you want to call it to, to the um, you know to the to what you're putting on the on the on the on the you're cooking well, for that I, night. You know, right on. Uh, yeah, that's what makes their chemistry so great. They respect each other as individuals and as players. Clay Thompson, he missed his first seven shots the other night, and then he went crazy making shots, and his expression never changed. Uh, you know, I can go on and on. It, 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 you know, it's, it's very businesslike with Iguodala and Livingston, a couple of veterans. Uh, you know, and then that's—I I think that's what makes the whole thing great. And you know, you guys touched on Green, and I, I'm thinking he's going to play better this series than he did the yeah. last. Yeah, oh, definitely. But this is, so going back to OKC, why couldn't they have the same kind of? I mean, I know it's different personalities and all that, but want to know why? <clears throat> yes. One word. Hutzma? Westbrook. A Westbrook. A Westbrook. Hey, Westbrook is kind of a punk, isn't he? He really is. I hate this I can guy. give you a lot of expletives for him, but I, I'm not Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah, he just – I love watching yeah. him play, but he's just got this little smirky kind of, you know, I'm so hot. I'm better than kind you. Of, I'm better yeah. than you. And, and it just feels so good to beat a guy like that. Durant, you have a lot of respect for because he's yeah. a great player. Westbrook's a great player, but he, he kind of puts it in your face. And I guess – Maybe Draymond Green does that to other teams. I don't know, but it just seems like Westbrook. It was great to, from the Warriors fan standpoint. If they were going to beat anybody, they love beating Westbrook. Don't you think, Saint? Well, you know these guys. I, I just what I love about them. They're not taking their info to the papers like Westbrook's talking. They're asked. He's asked about Curry's defense, and he's up there smirking and laughing. And then at mm. the end of the series, you know, he said, "Well, you know, how about your matchup with Curry?" put it all on their big guys that they couldn't guard him. Uh, he didn't shake hands with anybody. Uh, on and on and on. Is that right? He didn't oh, shake didn't, hands didn't with anybody that. after the game? 
nobody. Is that, that right? Man, that, that's because I saw Durant uh, shaking yeah, hands. Durant, Westbrook yeah. didn't. I didn't notice. Uh, I didn't see him actually. He didn't. He just walked off the court. Huh? Yeah. Oh, geez, that's classless. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. one thing I love about the NHL. The the players at the end of the game, at the end of the series, they shake hands. They give each other. And NBA and the NBA has been that way pretty much, hasn't yeah. it? Same with rare exception. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember in the early '80s we didn't do any of that, and uh, as years gone on, the sportsmanship. Uh, you know, there's always been respect for the opponent, but I think uh, that that uh, sportsmanship uh, is great, and uh, it has a good feel. That's what I loved about uh, LeBron last year when they knew when he knew the game, the game was over and they were losing the series. Even before the game was over, he went over and just you know shook hands. But you know, at the same at the same time, LeBron, from what I hear, and I don't know if you've heard this story, Saint LeBron last year was so devastated by that loss, he sat in his locker for forty five minutes and did not move. And I'm just wondering if if this is a man who's going to be possessed and is going to try to you know because he's trying to bring it back to the homeland of Cleveland and he wants to win you know three out of six. This is his sixth. He's won two out of five. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot on the line for LeBron James. You know, Curry's uh, kind of surpassed him as the the face of the league, and he wants to reassert himself. I think. Great guy, great competitor, great player. I, I have nothing but uh, superlatives to say about him. Yeah, me too. Oh, uh, hey, Saint, can I call you Saint? I like that. I like the way Bruce calls you Saint. <laughs> um, well, okay. That's that's a nickname. I, I get I get the feeling you've had that for a few years. Yeah. Hold hold, hold on. <laughs> We're just going to ask the quick question. We're going to cut the break. Who yeah, had the? Guys, I gotta go. For yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot, thing. G- Gary, appreciate okay. it, man. Okay. Who had the nickname Junkyard Dog? Oh, that's a good one. All right for the yeah. NBA. Okay. All right, stay with us. Sports Econ One Hundred and One. We'll have some closing comments. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. 
You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here was our last trivia question. Who had the nickname Junkyard Dog? Junkyard Dog or Dogs? Uh, Well, it's it's one guy. Okay, I don't know. Jerome Williams. Jerome Williams. Yeah, he was nicknamed the Junkyard Dog. You're talking I about the, the former Giant pitcher? No, uh, NBA. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm thinking of the former Giant pitcher. Remember who was here, the right-hander from Hawaii? The kid from Hawaii, Jerome How long Williams? ago was that? Oh, he was here in 2003 till about 06, and he was supposed to be really good. He actually had a good year in 03, and then he, his mom, his, his dad died, his mom got sick, and then uh-huh. he, he never was able to really come back and pitch that effectively. He, he was pitching up until a couple years ago, but just uh, not with the Giants. It's amazing how, how personal stuff can just really get into your life. And, oh, yeah. And, and change who you yes. are. Not, well, you talked about Bill Lambeer earlier having a little bit of that edge, and maybe part of it was the fact that he didn't want to think everybody thought he was the you know uh, kid with a silver spoon in his mouth, so he had to be tough. Maybe, yeah. maybe that was part of it. Of course, he, when you're six uh, eleven, I think it's ah. about six eleven. How tough do you have to be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just walk well, around. You, know, you look at the guys he was playing with, though. Those like John Sally and, yeah, and yeah. Dennis Rodman, and uh, you know <laughs> Isaiah who's, uh, Thomas, Joe, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. Dumars. Those are tough guys. Yeah, I. Earlier, uh, Saint was talking about how uh, you know it was a lot more physical, and yeah. and you know you go back to old clips, Mouse in the Palace, and all that stuff. You can see why there probably were a lot more fights back then I than would, there are you know, now. To be honest with you, that's the one thing that I wish we'd talked about that was Saint. I would really like to see them let the guys play. I think the refs too often now step in and call these ticky tack fouls, and yeah. guys are afraid to play defense sometimes, and I think it takes something away from the game. On the other it hand, does. sometimes you yeah. get guys mugging each other, but there's got to be a fine line there, and I think the NBA just pushed it too far now to, yeah, to but, make too many, know, too many foul calls. And, the, and some of the flagrant fouls oh, now wouldn't have been called back then. Yeah, I mean, Draymond Green can't, <laughs> can't be walking on eggshells no, you know, because true. he's worried about a flagrant foul. That's ridiculous. All right, we're going to cut to our thoughts for the day. Poker is not a serious sport. They don't, they don't even allow you to bring a revolver anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's and right. Mar- Maria Sharapova uh, has a mean backhand. 
but so does my wife whenever I try to watch women's tennis. Oh, is that right? She says, ah, <laughs> get out of here. Off. Get out of here. All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101, where we're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and giving away more free vacations for answering sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.